so you hate sales or sales is making you feel really icky and it's not coming natural to you. Totally get it. And you're going to love this episode because I'm really going to go off on a rant about sales because it is the lifeblood of your business. It is the lifeblood also of your career, because if you're a careerist, maybe you're not in a sales position, but you are definitely always in an influence position. So let's get onto the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Lorian Murabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed, painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, hello, gosh. It feels like it's been a little while since I actually just kind of like sat down and talked about sales, whether that's on a virtual event, you know, um, speaking in somebody's private community. But a lot has come up for me recently, especially with my clients. And I really just want to have this conversation about sales and selling because I think you got the wrong opinion about sales, the wrong perspective. And Here's what I think is happening. Actually, not that I think that this is happening. This is what I see happening a lot, like with my clients. And that is that people think the point of a sales call, you know, which is a discovery call that most people in the online space, that's what they're calling it. They're calling it a discovery call, but that is basically it's a sales call. And they think that their job for the sales call is to get that person to say yes. And if they don't say yes, then they failed. And that it means something about them. It means that they're not good enough. They're not worthy of having clients. They're not worthy of having this amazing business that they see other people having. Like, why is sales coming so easy to them? Why is it so hard for me? Like, we're so focused on the point that sales is hard. Sales is icky. Sales makes me look like I'm desperate. So what do we do? This is exactly what I see people doing. Oh, I'm just going to hide behind my social media posts and tell people to DM me. Yeah, I'm just going to wait for people to show up on my doorstep. And this totally reminds me about when I first started my business, when I left my corporate job. I left my corporate job to start a life coaching business. I had gotten certified in coaching because... I found it to be an amazing form of communication. And I was working in the medical device industry. It was an amazing form of communication that I could use with customers and also my team. But like most coaches, I kind of fell in love with the whole coaching idea and the coaching industry. And that's what got me to end up leaving my corporate job. So leaving my corporate job, you know, I kind of fell into that. And really what it was, was just procrastinating. I just thought, hey... If I leave my job, if I build it, they will come. If I take classes on how to build a business, it will just naturally, like the universe is just like, it's just all of these amazing clients are just naturally going to show up. And guess what? It really didn't. And you're probably laughing because maybe you either see yourself, yep, I did that in the beginning too, or you see a lot of other people doing that as well. But it is kind of funny that I thought that I could just like, hide, you know, in my 
office, which was just my living room at the time that I could just hide there. And that like people were just going to show up, which is why I got into speaking. I somehow figured like, well, okay, like speaking is going to put me in front of people. And probably, you know, like, and the reason why that happened was because when I was in medical device, I would do speeches, presentations in front of, you know, our ideal clients, whether those were at sales shows, whether I was doing CME, you know, um, those are CMEs is continuing medical education credits. I would go into hospitals and do these sort of um, programs, these trainings. And so I had a captive audience and then people like, I saw how people would like come up to me and then ask me more questions about the piece of equipment, but that's what we were doing. We were educating people on the equipment and giving them credits at the same time. That was the bonus of getting me to come in there. And we also provide, I provided lunch and that got them like, oh, wow. They got to know, like, and trust the equipment to know, like, and trust me because I was really the representative of the company, which made selling the piece of equipment so much easier. So that when we asked them like, Hey, you know, like when's your budget season? Oh, okay. We'll come back around next October. And we would already like have all of that information about how many pieces of equipment they were going to have a budget for, how many, you know, like new staff members, how they just saw that they were growing. We had all that information, which I'm going to end up doing another episode on that because there's so many similarities to that particular time. And maybe, maybe you see yourself like from your former career, some of the things that you did, but those are the exact same process that I go through is gathering information when I'm trying to reach out to meeting planners, to conference organizers, to those people who are running high-end masterminds, who are looking for people to come in and offer value. So too many people are thinking that, that if I don't get the yes, it means something about me. And I want you, I want you to hear this loud and clear. It means nothing about you. As a matter of fact, something that I tell my private clients is it's none of your business what people think of you. And you're probably like, what did you just, what do you mean? It's none of my business. That's right. It's none of your business. What other people think of you. If you spend so much of your time actually thinking about well, what will people think of me? If I say this, stop worrying about what other people are going to think. Just go out there and say it because there's going to be people out there. They don't like you, but there's going to be people out there who do like you. There's going to be people out there who aren't ready to work with you, but they might be following you like in the background, in the corner of the room, so to speak. And then there's the people who are ready to work with you. I mean, this happens to me a lot. Like it's just, it's somebody who had said, they tell me this on, on a sales call that I have been thinking about hiring a speaking coach. And I just knew that the universe or God wouldn't just like show the, like this person's just going to appear and then I would appear. And so they would look at that like as, you know, like it was kind of almost like a totally a cold market, but something brought us together. And they looked at that as like, I got to go down this avenue. I got to learn a little bit more about who this woman is. And in those cases, those sales can happen fast. But the common denominator is I got visible. The common denominator is 
you need to get visible. You need to get seen and be seen as an expert. And that is exactly what speaking does for you. So when I'm speaking, I just kind of like want to rant a little bit more about, um, about what people think of you. You know, when I speak, I don't worry about, will everybody that's in the room like me? How does that even help me? If I thought about that, because if I'm thinking about like, well, how can I make sure that everybody likes me, then I'm going to end up toning down my message, maybe holding back my voice, not saying what really needs to be seen, not saying what really needs to be said. You see that? See, like even I make mistakes when I'm talking. And that's something that a lot of people think like, oh yeah, but I got to be so perfect if I'm a speaker. No, you don't. You just have to be yourself. Okay. Back on track now. (laughs) So don't worry about what other people think, because let's just look at copywriters. Let's look at pizza shops. Do you know how many, I mean, if you do a Google search about how many pizza shops are near you, you will probably see a gazillion. Okay. And I know that there's a gazillion right around me, but my husband and I have a couple of our favorites, places that we always go to. And there's like two in particular, one that I love and one that he loves. And we typically like, we'll actually like pick up like a pizza from both of them and like stick whatever's left over in the freezer. And then we have it like the next time, but there's so many pizza places, but I could be talking about my favorite, which my husband doesn't like. And I could be talking to somebody else who's just like, oh, I just like, I don't like that place. I like my favorite pizza places, this place copywriters. We've got copywriters all over the place. And I'm just picking on copywriters because I am obsessed with copy. I'm obsessed with good copy. As a matter of fact, you probably heard the episode with Brittany who talked about testimonials and that's what she is. She's an SEO copywriter. Copy is amazing and something that you definitely need for your business. And copy will help sell for you, by the way. But There are so many different copywriters and not everybody resonates with every copywriter. You know, there are some people who come across as being very bro marketing and then others that they focus on, on entrepreneurs and online coaches and others like Brittany who specializes in SEO for health in the health industry, for health practitioners. And she doesn't resonate with everybody. I mean, she obviously resonates with me, which is why I had her on my podcast. And she's going to be, we're doing a second interview because there's so much more to talk about. But don't worry about like, are you suited for everybody? Because you're never, ever going to win that battle. So back to how to make sales so much easier. It is about you getting visible, you getting seen and positioned as the expert. Clients hire experts. Let me repeat that because it's that important. Clients hire experts and you need to be positioned and seen as an expert so that not only people will book calls with you, but they are going to be so much more apt to say yes. And they pre-qualify themselves. Your audience pre-qualifies themselves when they're listening to you speak. So when you're speaking, it's okay for you to actually tell the audience, like, here's who I work with. When you're the speaker, you are calling in the right people. 
and you are pushing away the wrong people. So when you do that as a speaker, and this is something that that I show my clients and also in my program, In Demand Signature Speech. And if you want to know the next time that that opens up, get on the wait list and that link will be down below. But for those of you who are just listening or watching, it is speakandstandout.com forward slash SS and you can get on the wait list. And from from there, when you when you are the speaker pulling and pushing, the right people book calls with you. And when they get on a call with you, it's not because they're wondering if your service or your product or working with you is going to help them. They already know. They're really just kind of like they, they've got a few questions that your content isn't addressing because that's the sort of stuff that you're going to address on a call, which is you know, do you have any openings? Am I the right person? Can I work with you? Tell me how this, um, what's the process for working with you? What's the process for getting on your wait list if you are already fully booked? So I just want to like share with you, like I just spoke the other day at an event and being the professional speaker that I am, even though it's a virtual event, I don't just show up for my segment. As a matter of fact, I showed up the day before and I listened for a few hours. The day that I spoke, I showed up an hour early and the host actually made a comment. He said, most people just show up for their segment that they're speaking. But if this was an in-person event, I would have showed up earlier. Well, I can tell you that the audience, and uh, and this happens to be a high-end mastermind, and it was a special two-day event, three-day event that this host does quarterly that the audience members also saw that I was there. And, you know, during one of the breakout sessions after I spoke, because so I had a general, like a general assembly session, and then I did a breakout session for a certain group of people. And one of the first questions that somebody asked me in that breakout session was, Lorian, like, I'm like, how do I, is there a way to, to work with you? Some sort of question like that. Um, and I thought it was really funny. Like she was in the car, so she didn't, she couldn't see my slides where I actually had the, um, the URL for people to book a call. And I thought it was really funny. And I, what I actually said was, I did not pay her to say this, but thank you very much for, for opening that opportunity. And I did share with people because I knew that there were going to be people in this breakout room that were going to want to get on my wait list that we're going to want to know a little bit more about how I work with people, what's my other programs are. And that's what happens when you are positioned as an expert, speaking your about your message, about your expertise, sharing your story, sharing stories about your clients, sharing your solution, the solution that your audience has the pain. You have the solution for that pain that they're experiencing. You have that solution that's keeping them up at night. And so that's why I'm so passionate about speaking because it puts you in front of a pre-qualified leads. Everybody who's in your audience raised their hand to say, I want to spend time at this conference. And then I had a breakout room. I want to spend time in this breakout session because I got some questions like that I want to ask. I want to have a little bit more time with this particular speaker. People are raising their hand and they also paid money. They invested in themselves, whether that's through the mastermind, through the conference ticket, like there's always a cost associated with things. It could be time. 
It could be only time. Like if, like if you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this podcast, like while you're driving to work or while you're working out or wherever else that you might be listening, you are sharing your time with me. You're like the podcast doesn't cost anything, but then I have programs, you know, like low cost programs that people do pay for and they're raising their hand for, I want to learn more. So I want to just share with you, like, you know, that speaking is that gift that keeps on giving. So the people that I spoke to, I mean, like maybe not everybody is going to actually book a call with me right now. And when you're the speaker, maybe not everybody is going to book a call. Maybe you just book like one or two calls every time that you speak, but then you get this DM, you get this email one month, two months, three months down the road, because somebody has been following you. And now is the right time for them to raise their hand and say, I want to book a call with you. Or I saw you speak at this particular event a couple of months ago. I happened to be on the committee for arranging for this particular conference, this particular meeting. I'm a member of this other mastermind. You know, people that are in your audience, they can either hire you or refer you. And the people who can't hire you, who aren't good leads for you, aren't good clients or customers for you, those people can still refer you to other people that they know, whether that's to work with you one-on-one or if it's for another speaking opportunity. So this is the beauty of speaking. It is so efficient and not a whole lot of people take advantage of speaking, which is going to help you stand out even more. So if you've got a message, if you've got something that you want to share, if you're looking to grow your business with ease, if you're looking to scale your business, then speaking is definitely one of the best ways to do that. And I can't stress it enough. So if you want to have easy sales calls, because that's what this whole episode was about. If you want to attract the right people that when they get on the call with you, they are like, oh my God, I was thinking about this. This is perfect timing. They ask very different questions. And I can tell you, you know, for being in in this industry now, for not only being a speaker, but just being an online coach, helping people use speaking as their best form of marketing, that my sales calls are so easy. As a matter of fact, I got another one tonight and I I already know how it's going to go because he already pre-qualified himself and was just like, what he said to me was, I've been looking to get into speaking. And then here I meet you here today. That's what happens. So we're going to get on a call and it's really just going to be to fine tune and answer some of his questions, but he's already qualified that he knows that he wants to get his message out there. So if you want to make sales calls easier, where basically the person who is booking the call with you really already is a yes, they just want to make sure that they are a good fit with you. And that's the whole point of you getting on a sales call with people is to make sure that they're a good fit for you, that they're a good fit for your program. You know, one of the things that I evaluate when I get on a call with somebody is to make sure, you know, about the energy, about their message. Do I feel like this is going to be like, I'm going to have fun working with this person. That's part of 
why I get on calls with people. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm really going to enjoy working with this person. I don't work with a whole lot of people one-on-one and that's very intentional. It's intentional for my own energy to protect my own energy but I am constantly thinking about my clients and then they have unlimited access to me over in Voxer. And so if I come up with an idea that just like comes to me, like while I'm working out or while I'm just going for a walk or making dinner, I like write that down or I pick up my my phone and I send that Voxer message to them. Like, Hey, just got this download, had to share this with you. And that's, that's why I don't have a gazillion clients. I just have a small number of of clients. So if this is something that you have been thinking, you know what, I really want to make my sales calls easier. I really want to start hearing more yeses. I want to encourage you to start speaking, get booked as the speaker. And when you get booked as a speaker, you can also get paid as the speaker. And when you get paid on the front end, and then you also make a lot of money by signing on new clients on the back end, that is just such a win-win situation. So get out there and start speaking. And if you want to know more about how to work with me, I want to encourage you to like go to chatwithla.com. If this episode resonates with you, if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time and you're like obsessed with listening to it and you want to know more and you are like on the fence about using speaking, then book a call with me. I will share with you my in-demand advantage process. I will share with you my, my programs. I will determine if you have the right energy to work with me. And then we're going to work one-on-one together. And I walk with you to crafting a presentation that is my three C's, which is compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting. And you can learn more about that, you know, either on my website or come on over and book a call with me at Chat with LA. It'll walk you through a little application process, but, and then we'll have fun on a sales call, but no pressure, no pressure. But if this episode is resonating with you, then there's a reason why it's resonating with you. So go book a call. All right, until next time. And I think what I'm going to end up doing is doing some more episodes on sales, what it means, what it's for, and how to get to yes. Until next time, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.